I'm moving my nerves here away. Oh Stop it. god, I know. I'm actually shitting myself. <laughs> It's talking about yourself that's the worst thing, isn't it? Like, but you know yourself, whenever you go to, like, a job interview or, like, say actually having to explain, like, what you're like or who you are, it's, like, mm-hmm. the hardest question ever. Hi, everyone. It's Elpitha and... <laughs> <laughs> you have to say Anya. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, my God. <laughs> you're ruining it already. <laughs> right, okay. Right, right okay, okay. 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 Hi everyone, it's Elpitha and Anya, and welcome to our new podcast, What's, What's Our Name, Name Again? Today is just a little bit of an introduction on us and the type of stuff that you'll be hearing in our podcast to come. So thanks for everyone who has tuned in to our first ever episode. Woo! Um, we really appreciate the support and hope you enjoy it. If you do, it would be so great if you could leave us a wee review on whatever platform you're listening to. Um, reviews are such a good way to get found and every little helps. I feel like I'm in Tesco's. Is that Tesco's? <laughs> or is that Sainsbury's? I don't know why I wrote that. <laughs> <laughs> every little helps. Every little helps. <laughs> Wait, is that Tesco's or Sainsbury's? Oh, anyway. Okay, so what is the plans for today's podcast? It's basically for you to get to know us a little bit more. So who are we and why are we podcasting and why should you even listen to us just a wee bit of an introduction um we're just going to talk a wee bit about ourselves and sort of answer some questions um about our lives and sort of why we're actually doing this um and just talk about sort of what the name means as well so why choose what's your name again Elpitha? Well, I mean, this was your great idea and you have come up with some cracking taglines for your emails and for your social media. So thankfully you took the reins on this one and came up with a name because I am terrible at coming up with names for anything. So we've basically both struggled with people pronouncing our names, Elpitha, not being your common name and Anya as well. So there you go. Yeah. My name is literally one of the things that has melted my life so much since I was brought in through my mummy's womb. Why? I would never have thought it would be that bad. Oh my God, nobody gets it right. Like, nobody. Like, but then again, I need to be thankful because my mummy and daddy flipped a coin when I was born to see what my name would be. (gasps) Oh my God, no, they didn't. I know. My mummy had Anya and my daddy had Fanula. I was like, could you picture if I was called Fanula? It'd be like 10 times worse. No offence to anyone called Fanula, but it's oh hard to pronounce. Fanula's not a bad name. name. It's not a bad name. It's an absolutely beautiful. It's my second name. Like, I have no problems with it. But see, when you look at it, can you, like, obviously, if you're not from Ireland, can you, like, pronounce that? No. Oh, it would be even worse. It would be even harder like, to pronounce it. Is that what you called mean? Fiona Alla. that's really strange because my mum was actually going to name me Bianca (laughs) (laughs) 
Is that another so, woman from EastEnders? Yeah, yeah. I would be like, Ricky! <laughs> <laughs> no, she I would genuinely, have done that to you all the time. She genuinely wanted to name me Bianca, but um, I ended up being named after my granny, who's also Elpifa. Um, That's cute. But yeah, can you imagine me being called Bianca Lisery? Like, what the actual fuck? That's so funny because you're just saying your last name there and that is not how I pronounce it. Oh my God, really? <laughs> I swear. You're meant to be my fucking friend and you can't even say my name. <laughs> I know. I know. Elpitha, I always say Elpitha Lizari, but that's obviously not yeah. it. Lizari. Yeah, it's, it's everyone either says Lizari, Lizari, Elpitha is a big one. I don't know why they, they put the emphasis on the E and not the I. It's Elpitha yeah. or... Elfia, I get a lot, a, a lot of Elfia. You know, I just, I'd be like, what the fuck? It's I know, not, it's not that hard. What, Do you know P- what? Ph is like f. But there's there's f- no ph. It's p i t h a. Like there's no ph. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I actually My just. Bad. I actually just prefer when people make the effort. I don't really care if anyone says it wrong. I just would rather they actually tried to pronounce my name rather than say, oh, uh, do you mind if I call you um, Ellie? And I'm oh. like, no, because that's not my name. I um, was sitting on a call. Um, my We usually get like a placement um, visit from like our university, but obviously it had to be over WebEx. <clears throat> so um, the man comes on and he calls me Ian for the full call. Like, like Ian Beale from EastEnders. Why were you oh EastEnders people? Um, but and my manager like was messaging me on Teams, being like Ian question mark, and I was like, I was like, it happens too often. Like Ian, as in I A N. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Did you not correct him? No, I, my manager kept saying my name, and he still kept. He, he mustn't have even realised that the name on you was mine. <laughs> oh, he was probably saying, "Why does this person just keep on saying that random word to me?" Oh, no. <laughs> but here I used to um, I, I used to monetize off uh, my name being weird. So hi. When I was um, when I was working in France and I was selling shots, I would. <laughs> this sounds so bad now. I would um play games with like the people who are obviously buying the shots off me, and I was like, right, okay, I will give you three clues and three guesses of how to spell my name. And if you get it right, I'll give you a free shot. If not, you have to buy me and you one. And they were like, three clues and three guesses? This is the easiest thing ever. I was like, right, okay. So I was like, my name's Anya. Pronounced it for them. I was like, there's four letters, which is your first clue. Like your second clue is it begins with an A. And your third clue is that it ends in an E. So they literally only had to guess two letters in between. And they had three guesses to do it. And... 95% of the time if they weren't Irish I was like steaming by the end of the night oh my god why did I never think of this whenever I was hostessing because I used to hostess so as well good. that would have made me so much more money so okay we've had a bit of an introduction but we haven't really said who we are and what we kind of do so if you want to if you want to go on ahead and introduce yourself and what you do and why yeah, people should so- listen to us <clears throat> Oh god, that's really, really intense. Um, oh no, I just completely killed the buzz there. I should have just let everything Pure nerves. Roll. <laughs> oh my god. Right. So I'm Anya. I am from Belfast. Um, 
I am currently at university but I'm on placement year working as a software engineer. Um, I'm doing a degree in business information technology at Queen's which is exciting and nerve-wracking at the same time. God. Um, in September I start my final year and I honestly can't believe how, how quickly these like years have just flew by. Um, before that I um, a couple of years ago I started studying a degree in law and dropped out and moved to the beautiful Isle of Ibiza and did a season there um, and then sort of like got my travel bug went to France and lived and then went back to Ibiza and then went to France again lived in Florida travelled Asia um, and yeah I came back and just started studying got the head down and that was me and sort of like within the last year or so I've like found a few new hobbies which include Brazilian Jiu Jitsu which I would highly recommend I feel like I'll do a whole podcast on that because I think people really need to get into it Jiu Jitsu and I actually don't think I pronounced it properly there Brazilian Jiu Jitsu oh but it's so people people write BJJ and it just looks really weird every time I look at it I'm like people are going to think that's wrong like (laughs) Like a really fancy blowjob yeah absolutely (laughs) well I would be up for trying it (laughs) would you? (laughs) oh no not the blowjob the (laughs) jujitsu not the blowjob (laughs) oh my goodness I can't believe you said that I feel like we're going to have loads of these in this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my god. god. So what um, got yeah, you me. into the um the degree that you're doing then? It just, it seems like a really tacky degree. Do you actually oh this is so weird because everyone says this to me, but um I when I was like looking for this degree, so I actually wasn't planning on doing a degree and I made like a, a spur of the moment decision and like an hour to like go back to uni because um <laughs> I laugh about it now but when I lived in Florida I was seeing someone and right. um when I got home I was like prepared to back, move back over and found out that he was cheating on me through a snapchat <gasps> right I know oh my god I know I know but um like that day that I found out I went down and just started planning all these courses um, I don't know why it was like I didn't even know if I wanted to go to uni but I knew I wanted to do something to do with business so I was like finding all these business courses like on Queen's and I saw like this one business information technology that ha- had a year placement experience and I really wanted a placement year with mine and it was the only one and now I've ended up liking the technology side of it way way more than the business side like the business oh. side doesn't really interest me anymore mm-hmm. Um so it was sort of like a spur of the moment sort of decision and it's it's led me to actually finding something I'm really passionate about which I think is just a blessing in disguise definitely a bonus definitely Mm -hmm. a bonus so go on Elpitha tell me a bit about yourself honey (laughs) thanks for putting me on the spot now that was fantastic (laughs) transition um as the podcast goes on hopefully our transitions are a little bit more smoother um but please bear with us this is the first time doing it and we are absolutely breaking it I know um yeah so my name's Elpitha 
as you may have guessed, um, I'm from Belfast, obviously, but I grew up in Corfu in Greece. Um, I work as a marketing manager in um, the hospitality sector, currently furloughed like most of everybody else is at the moment. Um, but I've actually quite enjoyed having a bit of time off. I think it's just given me a little bit of a break. Um, anyone that does marketing or is in even hospitality in general, they'll kind of understand that you never really get a break. Do you know, like there's ev- mm-hmm. anytime there's like a bank holiday or there's any type of like downtime for everybody else, that's whenever hospitality is the busiest um, and you yeah. usually have most of your like big days and events when everybody else is having time off. And doing marketing as well, you're constantly on call, you're constantly on social media, you're answering people's um, Facebook messages, Instagram messages, comments, you know, it's it's tough to switch off, you kind of end up getting drawn into it um, a lot, you know, so I've kind of enjoyed a wee bit of time off. I am looking forward to getting back and getting back into your routine, but I am enjoying this time and looking at the positives. So, I mean, other than that, my kind of you know hobbies and whatever interests kind of just include just general stuff like I do like photography I like reading I like getting out and getting some fresh air what am I talking about this is absolutely boring (laughs) (laughs) why do I not have a life how is reading a book a fucking hobby or an interest like seriously stop I love reading you can't you can't bash reading reading's good for the soul I know it is, but it just sounds like I have zero like things going on, on the side. Do you know why? Do you know why you're probably thinking that though? Is because we can't actually do very much right now. So, yeah. Like that's probably at the forefront of your mind that you're being like, ah. Oh, yeah. The things I'm interested in is only the things I can actually do right now. <laughs> yeah. So currently, my full time job is researching how to create a podcast, and on the side <laughs> of that, <laughs> part time, I like to read in the evenings. <laughs> 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 um, I think that's that's all for the introductions. I mean, it's so hard to introduce yourself, isn't it? It's so hard um, to actually talk about yourself and be like, "Hi, I'm this, and I do that." You know, like it's because there's just like, what do you even say? Like, what part do you even start talking about? <laughs> do you know what I mean? I know, and it was weird because we were obviously talking about like not even doing an introduction, but I feel like. I feel like people who are listening kind of need to have a wee bit of background about who they're listening to to sort of like, yeah, like for you to keep going. Just to decide whether they really hate us or not, you know, and then they just don't ever have to listen to us again. <laughs> exactly, exactly. One listen wonder. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. So, how are you coping with lockdown? Oh, do you know what? Lockdown's been so weird on so many different levels. So it has, I feel like, one week I am, like, the most productive person in the world. Mm-hmm. And then the next week I am literally lying in a heap on the floor crying. It's oh so my mental. God. Honestly, like, I've had such, like, I've had so many wee things just crop up over lockdown that's put me sort of, like, down and made me really sad for a couple of weeks. And it was, like, I'm not even joking, like, two weeks ago it was like the start of it and only just like the other day I properly came back and came out of it and it was so 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 weird because all the things that I would usually do to sort of get myself back up and, and in action like were not working to save mm-hmm. my life and I sort of just wanted to like run away and go somewhere it's how I escape my problems is just to run away to a different country but obviously right. I couldn't do that 
Mm-hmm. So I think it's hard to kind of get yourself out of a funk when there's not a lot of options for you. You can't mm-hmm. really do anything that's not in your current routine because you're so yeah. limited. I know, I know. I, like, how, how have you been coping? Like, what's what's your crack? I've been, like, generally okay. Like I said, I've been trying to just only focus on the po- positives. You know, mm-hmm. this is a bit of downtime that I just would never normally get people have had such a mixture though like see some of the people who were sort of like I feel like some people who weren't coping so well before lockdown are actually flourishing so much and like the opposite on the other side of it as well like some people have found such a new love for motivation in life and then other people who are always so full of life has this has hit them so hard mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so it'd be, it'd I mean be weird coming out of it like I think yeah definitely so we are going to sort of get into like a couple of questions about each other that we've came up with um they're actually quite like they're quite good questions so um my first one for you Elpitha is okay why did you move from Greece like why (laughs) why why come to such a small city in Belfast (laughs) <laughs> well you you obviously don't know how small Corfu is because it's a tiny <laughs> no. tiny island is it like Belfast is, Belfast is like a huge city compared to it no um I get asked this all the time like as soon as I say my name the next question is what type of name is that and I'm like oh yeah. it's Greek and they're like are you Greek why are you here why did you move here obviously like it's fucking you know gorgeous Greek Greek weather and stuff like that there mm-hmm. I mean it's a little bit more complicated than that you know it's never as straightforward as oh it's sunny over there that's where I'm going to live for the rest of my life yeah. but yeah it pretty much um I lived there until I was 14 and when my when my parents split my mum came back and lived here in Belfast and then we were living with my dad for a while for a couple of years on our own and it just wasn't really working out it wasn't you know I think whenever you're that age you do really want to be around your mum so mm-hmm. we decided to well I decided you know it would be best for us to be here with my mum mm-hmm. and also there was a lot of a lot of changes going on at the time like in Greece you know you could kind of see the cracks starting to appear like in the economy just things weren't businesses weren't going great you know just generally like I knew that it would be a lot more stable to be you know to be basically in Belfast um the opportunities that I've had here whether it's actually getting student finance to go to university like I wouldn't have got that in in Greece and I and I started living here and moved here at just the right time that made me qualify for all the funding that I got so I mean I always think it was the best choice for me um I know like friends of mine that live there or people that I just went to school with because I went I I my degree was in music and I went to a specialist music school over there and mm. I like went to school with some really really talented people you know that I don't really even know what they're doing now and you know there's very little opportunity there and it's so heartbreaking because some people have had to leave the country altogether to have any sort of career in doing anything you know so um for me it was and it was the best decision even though the weather here is fucking crap and obviously I would love to live on a Greek island for the rest of my life but (laughs) I would rather be able to I would rather be able to have you know a career and you know have the choice to go on holidays to places like that whenever I want not whenever I wanted but you know if I lived in Corfu and I made very little money I wouldn't be able to go anywhere else I'd be stuck there you know so 
although it is beautiful and I love going back and I still have family and stuff there it was definitely worth it for me to move here oh that's good it's <laughs> nice to hear like I, I, I obviously I asked you that question because I genuinely haven't got a clue I know we've known each other for a couple of years but I don't know very much about you and you don't know very much about me mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. so yeah, really well, nice this is know. all authentic, guys. Just all so you authentic. know, we're we're learning about each other at the same time you're learning about us. So <laughs> exactly, it's all new to us too. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay, so I am gonna probably go in with um my questions for you. I just wanted to know more about your emails, how you started those emails, um how you started sharing your fitness journey on Instagram like one of the things that I admire most about you and actually the thing one of the things that actually made me want to reach out and say you know Anya do you want to do a podcast what do you think about it is like your ability to just post anything that you were feeling like I really admire that about you like I I'm the type of person that I'll hold on to something like if I'm feeling like shit I'll hold on to it for as long Mm. as I possibly can before sharing it because it's like I don't even know it's not I'm I'm scared of being judged or anything I know I wouldn't be um because obviously I'm surrounded by people that are you know that really care about me but I think it's just that like I don't want to let myself down by like you know admitting that you know I'm having a shit day or I, I don't want to make it worse you know but you're so good at just being like nope I'm having a shit day this is a picture of me crying my eyes out and it's okay <laughs> to feel like that and I like I, w- I really genuinely wish I could I could be a wee bit more like that. Do you know what it did take it took a, it took a long time like so I actually started off um having a completely private Instagram for sort of my fitness journey so obviously a lot of people would know that I'm part of the James Smith Academy so it's basically sort of like an online academy where you go in and there's a big online community and stuff as well so I would have followed a lot of people off that group and a lot of people would have followed me back and I would have had a completely private (coughs) excuse me and shared a lot about my personal life and my fitness journey on that without nobody ever knowing like literally no one knew for a good while so you had a completely that. separate Instagram yeah. for your fitness journey? Yeah, completely separate right. and under like a, a name that nobody would recognise me by if they ever found it, <clears throat> if they ever found it. Um, it was sort of like a facade for me and it was like a place where I was happier to like put out different parts of my life to complete strangers than I would have felt doing to like my normal following because I just would have felt so, so, so judged. Um, and do you know what sometimes like you'll never get over it you'll never get over the feeling of be- of being judged every time you post but you just become more confident with it over time like when I actually had like the balls to go and do that like and show like who I actually was and not hide behind that Instagram anymore like it was just like a whole new lease of life for me like I was able to just be me without having to sort of switch sort of personalities mm-hmm. depending um, on who you thought was yeah, going to be exactly. reading the post yeah um and it was nice and I actually did get like a good response on it which kind of like encouraged me and like motivated me to start being more open and honest and and put myself out there and say things that people are thinking but never would really say Mm-hmm. I, I mean I think people value authenticity anyway I think that the people that judge are the people that would judge anybody for doing anything you know mm-hmm. it's not like a valid 
oh you know i don't like her anymore because she has this opinion it's just yeah. because you're starting to actually speak your mind mm-hmm. you know what i mean and there yeah. isn't you know if you if you actually think about who it is that you're scared of judging your content it's mm-hmm. probably someone that you don't even regard day to day like it's not I someone know. that is in your life that you are you know it's someone that you're really close to that you're scared you're going to let them down it's mm-hmm. probably people that are completely unrelated you know like school girls or like you know yeah and like a lot of people probably thought that like I was just coming at <clears throat> sorry excuse me my voice is really weird today I'm like coughing all the time maybe I'm just pure nervous but um a lot of people probably thought for me I was just coming out of the blue and just like coming out of the blue and showing this person who they didn't really sort of know but this has been like ongoing in the background for months upon months without people even realizing like mm-hmm. I think I started that Instagram page in December and I didn't post anything on my actual faith or on my actual Instagram about the JSA until about I think it was after the Cheltenham meetup in June or July, something like that. Mm-hmm. So it was a good few months of me using that Instagram, but I, I still have the Instagram, I just don't do anything on it anymore. Um, but with the emails, it was sort of like, I obviously, uh, James Smith sends his daily emails and I really, really enjoy them. He sends a lot of content. I was doing lengthy Instagram posts at the time and people seemed to be enjoying them okay and like I was getting really good responses from them so it's like I felt like emails are a way more personal sort of touch to sort of get people involved and actually get people to read and think so I started doing these like we daily emails about um what was going on in my day and how I could take something from it and then I would give people a task at the end of the email to sort of think about or do or reply to me with and just to sort of get them thinking and and get their um, minds working in a way that they wouldn't really think on a daily basis which was really nice and I got such such a good response so I did uh, I'm up to like 600 email subscribers at the minute so yeah very good I know I'm buzzing I feel like they do help people and Mm -hmm. that's that's all I ever want even if it's just one person it helps that's all that counts to me Mm mm-hmm I mean like I do I do enjoy reading your wee emails and I I enjoy how you you know you'll send them out and it'll have like a wee word of wisdom at the end which kind of describes how you've dealt with that situation that you're talking about you know like oh such and such happened today but you know and then you'll put in a wee quote on how it's best to deal with it and Mm -hmm. I think that's that's the whole point of it you know nothing is nothing's really like perfect you know and you are gonna have those ups and downs and the more honest that you are about those you probably get a lot more response from Mm -hmm. the days that you're down because Mm -hmm. a lot of people can relate to that you know yeah and I think people appreciate when people are a little bit open about those types of things yeah well guys link in bio if you want to subscribe (laughs) (laughs) link in the bio right so on to question two for you. Oh, that rend. Look at me. I'm a poet and I don't even know it. Right. <laughs> I'm so cringe. I hate myself. <laughs> right. What motivates you? Oh, God. This is a really tough question. I think that probably from about 18 onwards, my motivation was to finish uni, finish my master's, get the career, get up the salary ladder 
get the car get the license it was all very mm-hmm. much like you know financial kind of yeah. like I was motivated to like get things um, and yeah it was like make more money have more of a you know like respected kind of job you know like be like successful you know like all mm-hmm. those things that you think that are important and mm-hmm. it's probably only over like the last year that I've taken a step back and it was just purely from realizing that all those things have came and went like I got the degree I got the masters I'm really proud of them and I, I genuinely yeah. loved doing them I loved studying for them I worked really really hard for them and I worked hard to get to the place that I am you know with the job that I have yeah. and you know I appreciate all of them but it's got to the point now where I'm like I can't set any more kind of financial goals like my goals need to be about me like what I'm doing for myself you know yeah. other than financial and other than yeah. material things what so did you I was, uh, do your degree and master's in so my undergraduate was in music um and I'm going to be honest I hated it I I I love music but just not the way that course just wasn't right for me and then it was only in my last year in my degree that I discovered wait for it (laughs) ethnomusicology so it's basically Uh, come again yeah it's ethnomusicology is the my my master's degree (laughs) so it's basically I know it's uh, it sounds ridiculous it's it's completely a made-up topic that some per lecture got like by fluke let you know all universities teach it I don't know how they got it on an actual syllabus but (laughs) I really enjoyed the topic and I thought it justified doing a master's in it so basically ethnomusicology is the um, wait for it the anthropological study of music (laughs) I don't even know what anthropological means okay so it's basically what it is is studying world music cultures so you're studying different cultures of music from around the world you're also studying kind of this socio-economic kind of factors in music making um so it was it was a lot to do with um not only what the music is as in notes and what they're playing on their their instruments but what the music actually means for them the type of group that actually makes the music it's just it's all about kind of like pretty much like the philosophy behind the music making you know I I've always loved music but I've always been more in love with what that music represents where it's came yeah. from who's made yeah. it why they've made it it's always like the background story that I was interested in and I yeah. never knew that there's obviously a topic like this so whenever I came across it 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 just completely was my thing you know and I and I loved studying it every minute of it I really enjoyed it. So that was what my my master's was on. Gobbledygook. Cute. Okay. <laughs> so if I started singing um, Beyonce in Spanish, would you <laughs> would you know what song I was singing? No. So. <clears throat> <laughs> si yo fuera un chico. <laughs> Did you know what song I'll, that was? Uh, no, I, I don't. I, 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 because, like, if I study the music, I, I don't necessarily know the language as well as that. Like, I don't study all the languages. <laughs> I mean, come on here. It's anthropomusic. Okay. Oh, sorry. We got right, completely sorry. off track there. So, yes. like, my, Moti- what was motivation. it? My, my motivation. So, after all the, you know, the studying came and the the degrees the job and like it was only about a year ago that I went oh my god why am I not happy 
like mm-hmm. why have I got to the end of all those goals that I thought that were going to give me this life that I had dreamed of and I am miserable I'm like I've got anxiety I've got like I just I just wasn't comfortable with myself at the time and I just thought okay obviously the answer to that question has nothing to do with how much money is in the bank yeah. or what the salary is or and here I'm not saying that I made like a shitload of money either like I'm not <laughs> talking like mega salary it's just even the fact that I kind of got that you know the ideal job it was just yeah. I was I still wasn't in that position that I thought I was going to be which was just complete another like happiness mm-hmm. <laughs> so um yeah, yeah I think a lot of people put happiness on money sometimes 100 percent. it's far from it mm-hmm. so I mean since then what I've been trying to do is just really what motivates me now is just finding a little bit of happiness every day whether and that's coming that's coming from things that I already have and being excited about projects like the ones the one that we're doing now but being excited Mm -hmm. for it but still just trying to be in the present moment and not getting completely caught up with what's gonna come out of it what is Mm -hmm. it gonna do you know like instead of just rushing ahead my aim like my biggest motivation is to be able to get up in one day and still to feel happy and still to be content with what I have in that day without having to base my happiness on what's going to come next if that makes sense Mm -hmm. moving on to question time I hope we haven't absolutely bored you so far I know. Uh, hope I'm sitting like looking at the time here, being like. Hopefully <sighs> not. Um. Okay. So my question for you was, what's your proudest accomplishment? Proudest accomplishment. Um. Probably this year. Um. I did a challenge. I know this always seems like I'm going back to the JSA. People probably think I'm obsessed with it. I probably You're am a wee bit, but. I am part of a cult. No, I'm <laughs> well, well, um, but um, I set myself a couple of goals through a twelve-week challenge that mm-hmm. I was doing with the academy, um, and the goals were to do an unassisted pull-up, right? Um, lose a couple inches from my waist, um, run for forty minutes straight, touch my toes and tone up like there were five simple enough mm-hmm. goals for for 12 weeks time and um, but they really meant something to me and I I finished them all and met them all before the challenge ended and honestly I remember my last goal was to get um my 40 minutes running and that was that was the hardest thing for me because I am not a runner at mm-hmm. all and oh my god like the most devastating moment in my life was when I was I was running on the treadmill and um, I don't know what I'd done. I must have put the setting wrong. And it, the, the treadmill stopped at like 38 minutes. Oh my God. And the completely, completely shut off. And I remember like getting off the treadmill and my legs were like pure jelly. And I walked in and I was sitting on the toilet and I was just crying my eyes out. Like I remember sending a video of myself into my group chat um, to my uh, JSA friends being like I can't believe this has happened and they were like you should have just got back on I was like but no that's cheating and I wouldn't have reached my goal and my daddy and my daddy made a gif out of my crown <laughs> picture and just sent it every two minutes into the group chat I was oh. like what did I do this for but um, then I got back I got back in and a couple of days later I got it done and I was so happy and I proper worked my ass off for the whole 12 weeks to get 
to get to where I was and I ended up winning a trip to Bali out of it which was just an added bonus but that was definitely probably my proudest accomplishment is of my amazing. life so far because it was all for mm-hmm. me like I I did this 100% to benefit myself and I came out flying high mm-hmm. at the end of it I think that you get such a buzz from setting a goal like that and then coming out the mm-hmm. end of it and being like yeah I done that and I done that for myself because I really yeah. you know really put my heart and soul into it like I haven't had that feeling uh you know mm-hmm. appearance wise in a long time because I've been consistently putting on weight for like the last year and a half but sure anyway well talking about goals I'll move on to a question of what is your biggest goal well it's definitely not lose weight I mean losing weight would be nice but it's not really that important in the grand scheme of things like (laughs) um my biggest goal um I think it would probably be to be in a position where I I like I do like my job and I like what I do but it would be nice down the line to be able to do that from anywhere like I, I know that mm-hmm. with me growing up in Greece and stuff like that there, I would like to be able to go back every now and again for maybe a little bit longer than a one or two week holiday so for me I would yeah. love to be in a position where I could do the job that I'm doing now but possibly maybe freelance and have a little bit more freedom mm-hmm. as to where I work from and um, what projects I take on and stuff so that would kind of be the biggest end goal I think but I mean that's a pretty standard one being able to do your job from anywhere in the yeah. world like sit by the pool and yeah we're similar yeah, like that. I think that's like a pretty standard so goal we are, we've got the same yeah but it do, it is a lot of people who work remotely for themselves do find it very difficult I think as well like it is a lot oh, of 100%. pressure and you don't have all the perks and benefits of sort of like being in a company and being secure in your job and stuff like that but if you do it well enough and you actually are motivated it to get it done then I don't see there's mm-hmm. no reason why you can't 100% girl. so we've got pretty much like kind of similar goals in that sense we're both kind of are mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. playing with the idea of going freelance so I mean if I just happened to drop in the question where would you see yourself in five years that would be your answer (laughs) the smoothest transition (laughs) yet just drop that wee one in there (laughs) um I five years is a long time I know I probably should have said like one or two I hate these kind of questions because I'm like I could literally uh like walk out my front door tomorrow and croak it in the street it's not like that I mean obviously everyone always does have well unless you're like so zen in the the present moment is that a dig (laughs) at me? most people do have sort of (laughs) (laughs) me quoting only if you are to be (laughs) no 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 because I'm the same but obviously everyone kind of does always have sort of like a an end goal mm-hmm. for themselves or like what what they want to do in a couple of years time and yeah no like I am obviously working towards working mm-hmm. for myself and 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 being in the industry as a freelance like mm-hmm. consultant or web website maker designer engineer all the errors can't even speak <laughs> English so good luck <laughs> you'll do brilliant you'll do brilliant 
Right, okay. Well, let me let me just ask you a, a, a good question here. Right, okay, right? Right, right, right. Is this going to be like... And you have to answer really okay. truthfully. Right. Tell me your most embarrassing moment. <laughs> um, I can't think of anything at the minute. Like, I mean, you know, like falling and shit. Like having a, a right proper, like face to the pavement type of fall and it was actually it was actually just after I met the my boyfriend that I'm currently with and it was like a couple of weeks in and we were walking into town together from work and I tripped so hard and I fell like flat on my face and at the time I, I smoked so my lighter like fell out of my hand and went like across the street he like got so embarrassed that I had failed that he turned away from me and ran to go and pick up my lighter instead of helping me off the ground because oh my god no I'd be he'd be in the dog he was so he was more embarrassed that I fell than I was (laughs) like I was like right okay I just slipped and fell like right into the street like it was it was a busy it was literally as you're walking into town so there were so many people that seen it and he the fucker turned around and went to pick up my lighter and I was like well well, thank god the lighter's okay because I'm not like I've got fucking scrubs all over me <laughs> that's the only thing that really comes to mind at the minute well yes do you know what right so now that we're actually talking on a public forum I'm gonna get my most embarrassing moment right. out there because see every single family event I go to my my sister's fiance tries to bring it up and embarrass me in front oh, of no. everyone and so do you know what this is me making a stand taking a stand for myself and telling my most embarrassing just so they can't use it public against form you. so he can't ever <laughs> use it against me so i was <clears throat> i was sitting in the living room before a night out and was like sitting having a drink and somebody was on their way to pick me up or something and i <laughs> Everyone, everyone in my family was sitting in the living room and I went out to get a tissue to blow my nose and came back in and like put the tissue like obviously I was wearing a full face of makeup so like only put the tissue around like the top of my nose I don't know why and I like blew my nose so hard and none of it went in the tissue <laughs> and it went all over me before I went on a night out like it was all over my legs all what over my What the fuck dress. come out of your nose? I don't know. I'm gonna guess. I'm gonna say it was winter time, and it was like I don't know. It probably wasn't. Oh but. holy lord! And he will never, ever, ever let me let that he down. Say? He always like calls me like snatters and all. <laughs> oh no! I'd be pure cut to the bone. I'm actually getting so red thinking about it now. But now I've just told the whole world. So there you go. You don't have to hide anymore. <laughs> Oh, no, oh my god, I wonder actually how many don't. people will be like commenting on this being like, way snatters. <laughs> no, but I hope they've done oh, it too. Oh <laughs> my god. I've actually, no, I've never like got snatters all over me, but like I've, I've definitely messed a tissue and it's went on my hand or something, but it's never went all down my legs. Good. Like, I don't know what you were doing. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what I was doing either. Ooh. Sure, it's just one of things, isn't <laughs> it? What can you do? At least, but he never lets me live it down. That's the most. That's the worst thing about it. I don't even care about the actual event itself. So he brings it up every single time we're together. I feel like we've kind of covered um, what we could in the first episode. 
But yeah, uh, we hope that you have enjoyed our first podcast and we have decided that these little podcasts will be done once a week on a Monday. So every Monday you can tune in to us and um, yeah, we'll have a bit of discussion on our Instagram, what's her name again, um, and we'll have questions, polls and just anything that we can do to try and get a bit of feedback from you. Um, so yeah. Uh, if you have any questions for us or you want to add anything into the next episode um, get in touch also anybody that gives us a little review on our platforms for the podcast we will give a personal little shout out next week whoop whoop Yay.